0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Did you think I wasn't going to do one today? Well, I was definitely always going to do it. Um, Just been very busy. Had one of those. Only parent at home, one child off school, two dogs to walk, a birthday cake to decorate, parents evening. Um, It's been very busy, but I remain committed. Maybe I should be committed. So let's have a quick look. What's going on on the Facebook page? Um, Well, in my village, can you recommend an air source heater? Can you recommend a plumber? Can you recommend an oven cleaning company? That comes up more frequently than I would have thought. People do not want to clean their own ovens. This is something that I have learned. Um, And there was a little message about my weekend that I'm going away on. So I won't let that disturb you, that's on silent. Um, What we're doing today in Reasons to be Cheerful part one, we are doing a piece about the kids. We're in the chapter that's all about kids and uh, it's called Sweet Child of Mine. I saw Guns N' Roses at Wembley when I was about 15, maybe 16, I was 16, um, back when Axel Rose turned up for his gigs. So let's see what we've got to say here. During the course of a pre-Christmas clear out, I came across a box containing the tiny wristbands the children were issued ah, oh, when they were born, little strips of plastic containing a lot of important information. Along with the relief that I will always have a record of precisely what time they were born, I don't remember. I was a bit busy experiencing the special sensation that comes with childbirth uh, to check my watch the first time and thinking, ah, uh, do you know what? I mean, maybe just don't listen for a moment while I recount this, but I remember being told about when you have your kids, um, if you have a spontaneous vaginal delivery, SVD, um, I've got SVD on both of my records and I'll tell you, there was nothing spontaneous about that first one, took ages, Um, but they talk about the sensation of crowning and if I were to describe it at all, it is like someone got some coarse sandpaper and whipped it really fast between your legs that sort of you you actually feel your own skin tear Hmm. um so the first time I remember being preoccupied with that and then the second time round, I remember thinking like after the first one I, I don't think I want to do that again and then the second time round, there was that moment where I went oh my god I remember this bit and yeah then I definitely didn't want to do it after that Um, So, only two. Um, So, the thing that I noticed on these little strips was that they read Baby of Tony Kent. So fast were the tags put on that their names were not recorded, and after all those months of poring over name books, they just belong to their mother and exist as if nothing else officially, exist as nothing else officially until you visit the registrar and hope that you don't make a mistake and register your little boy as sue or your little girl as frank then come the family tours and the visits to work which boost the spirits and where nobody complains if the baby farts loudly or vomits on their black top but instead they congratulate you on managing to hold it together for long enough to get out of the house even if you did have a little cry in the car and another one in the toilets and you might have one on the way home and how you've sprung back into shape when in fact you have rolled your stomach up and stuffed it into a pair of control knickers. They might also remark on how much your offspring looks like you or not. In my case, I did go in to work and somebody said, oh, your your child looks nothing like you. And I thought, keep that to yourself. Um, I've yet to meet. An adult that feels 100% happy with the compliment of, ooh, don't you look like your mum? So I guess my kids, you know, would much rather they were not told that they look like me. As the children grow, they are testing boundaries and asserting themselves in ways that we hadn't predicted would happen so soon. Conversations at the dinner table switch from what happens after you follow swallowed your food to what happens after you die to precisely how old Yoda is. It's like being in constant preparation for a general knowledge quiz. And they don't always agree with or accept our answers. Refusals of some kind happen on a daily basis. Having their hair brushed, wearing something that looks vaguely smart or even whether appropriate would do. Doing homework. (laughs) And sometimes we're not permitted to hold our daughter's hand on the walk to school. Yeah, both of mine, I think, towards the end of year five. Don't hold my hand, Mum. It's embarrassing because, you know, year six, they walk on their own. At uh, each turn, we try to hide our frustration or sadness in the hope they might do what we want or what we would like. Behaviour can be encouraged or resolved with a trip to the reward chart. Yeah, not anymore. Or the threat of pocket money deductions, they don't care. Uh, but on things like their opinion on what they wear or whether they feel like holding our hand, we know we have to make, let them make their own decisions. We are kidding ourselves if we think we're in charge. Each day sees their personalities building and each year brings more independent of action and thought. They are growing up and away from us. We carry them round and cuddle them tight, calling them mine and ours, and taking endless photos and videos and post-status updates on their achievements. (laughs) But they might grow up to be embarrassed by this, by us, and our delight in the minutiae of their youth. Remember the shame of your mum getting the baby photos out in front of your boyfriend or girlfriend? the school photos that were all over the living room wall charting the never-ending horror of the home-cut fringe. I'd like to look at them now, but it's safe to say my teenage self would have been quite happy for none to have existed as I strained at the leash to establish myself as appearing completely unrelated to my family. I mean, it helped that my hair is a different colour from the rest of my family much as we love our children and give them everything we think they need it's likely that at some point they're going to think we're cramping their style or being rubbish parents yeah we've already been there you are a terrible parent thank you so i will try to see these little disagreements and differences of opinions as reasons to celebrate their individuality be happy they are building their own personality and hope we're laying the right foundations for confident independent healthy happy people While secretly holding on to the hope they will let us hug them tight and call them silly names well into their 20s. Yeah I think it's hard as they grow up um, but one thing that I do take a great deal of solace from and something that I love is seeing the children become young adults and they're only like 13 and 15 but I am like in awe of them and really proud of them and I do like look at them and think oh my god I think I've had a glimpse of the adult you will be and it feels like a real privilege to be able to watch that and bloody hell I hope I hope that we have done some good groundwork so far but who knows you know they will become their own people so um my hope for you let's end with that we seem to be ending with that is that you if you've got little kids give them a really big like, snog and a squeeze. If you have got animals? Give your dogs a big cuddle. Give your cat a good stroke. Um, and if you've got older children, I hope that you manage to sneak in a little handhold or, you know, <laughs> my daughter's going to kill me. I gave her a little squeeze on the leg because I was really proud of her parents' evening. Um, and, you know, God, what all the kids are growing up with now and all the things that the world's throwing at them, I think they're doing all right, aren't they? So I hope you have... A fantastic evening. I hope you get to cuddle another living thing, and I will be back. I will be back tomorrow. Bye bye.